See if you belong to Christ. Hi there, this is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and I'm coming to you from Riverside, California. Podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year, and it's great to see you. How are you? Our reading today is 2 Corinthians 11 and 13, which will complete that book. Yesterday, I got ahead of myself and I said we'd be starting the book of Galatians today. That's next Sunday. I'm calling this episode, Is It Time for an Audit? The show notes page for today's episode is lifespringmedia.com slash s12e146. Let's get started. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 I hope you'll put up with me in a little foolishness. Yes, please put up with me. I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. I promised you to one husband, to Christ, so that I might present you as a pure virgin to him. But I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes to you and preaches a Jesus other than the Jesus we preached, or if you receive a different spirit from the spirit you received, or a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it easily enough. I do not think I am in the least inferior to those super-apostles. I may indeed be untrained as a speaker, but I do have knowledge. We have made this perfectly clear to you in every way. Was it a sin for me to lower myself in order to elevate you by preaching the gospel of God to you free of charge? I robbed other churches by receiving support from them so as to serve you. And when I was with you and needed something, I was not a burden to anyone, for the brothers who came from Macedonia supplied what I needed. I have kept myself from being a burden to you in every way and will continue to do so. As surely as the truth of Christ is in me, nobody in the regions of Achaia will stop this boasting of mine. Why? Because I do not love you? God knows I do. And I will keep on doing what I am doing in order to cut the ground from under those who want an opportunity to be considered equal with us in the things they boast about. For such people are false apostles deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising, then, if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness. Their end will be what their actions deserve. I repeat, let no one take me for a fool. But if you do, then tolerate me just as you would a fool, so that I may do a little boasting. In this self-confident boasting, I am not talking as the Lord would, but as a fool. Since many are boasting in the way the world does, I too will boast. You gladly put up with fools since you are so wise. In fact, you even put up with anyone who enslaves you or exploits you or takes advantage of you or puts on airs or slaps you in the face. To my shame, I admit that we were too weak for that. Whatever anyone dares to boast about, I am speaking as a fool, I also dare to boast about. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Abraham's descendants? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I'm out of my mind to talk like this. I am more. I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the forty lashes minus one. 
Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak, and I do not feel weak? Who is led into sin, and I do not inwardly burn? If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, who is to be praised forever, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor under King Eridus had the city of the Damascenes guarded in order to arrest me. But I was lowered in a basket from a window in the wall and slipped through his hands. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 I have to talk about myself, even if it does no good. But I will keep on telling about some things I saw in a special dream and that which the Lord has shown me. I know a man who belongs to Christ. Fourteen years ago, he was taken up to the highest heaven. I do not know if his body was taken up or just his spirit. Only God knows. I say it again, I know this man was taken up, but I do not know if his body or just his spirit was taken up. Only God knows. When he was in the highest heaven, he heard things that cannot be told with words. No man is allowed to tell them. I will be proud about this man, but I will not be proud about myself except to say things which show how weak I am. Even if I talk about myself, I would not be a fool because it is the truth. But I will say no more, because I want no one to think better of me than he does when he sees or hears me. The things God showed me were so great, but to keep me from being too full of pride because of seeing these things, I have been given trouble in my body. It was sent from Satan to hurt me. It keeps me from being proud. I asked the Lord three times to take it away from me. He answered me, I am all you need. I give you my loving favor. My power works best in weak people. I am happy to be weak and have troubles so I can have Christ's power in me. I receive joy when I am weak. I receive joy when people talk against me and make it hard for me and try to hurt me and make trouble for me. I receive joy when all these things come to me because of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I have been making a fool of myself talking like this, but you made me do it. You should be telling what I have done. Even if I am nothing at all, I am not less important than those false missionaries of yours. When I was with you, I proved to you that I was a true missionary. I did powerful works, and there were special things to see. These things were done in the strength and power from God. What makes you feel less important than the other churches? Is it because I did not let you give me food and clothing? Forgive me for this wrong. This is the third time I'm ready to come to you. I want nothing from you. I want you, not your money. You are my children. Children should not have to help care for their parents. Parents should help their children. I'm glad to give anything I have, even myself, to help you. When I love you more, it looks as if you love me less. It is true that I was not a heavy load to you, but some say I set a trap for you. 
How could I have done that? Did I get anything from you through the men I sent to you? I asked Titus and the other Christian brother to visit you. Did Titus get anything from you? Did we not do things that showed we had the same desires and follow the same plan? It may look to you as if we'd been trying to make everything look right for ourselves all this time. God knows, and so does Christ, that all this is done to help you. I'm afraid that when I visit you, I will not find you as I would like you to be, and you will not find me as you would like me to be. I'm afraid I will find you fighting and jealous and angry and arguing and talking about each other and thinking of yourselves as being too important and making trouble. I'm afraid when I get there, God will take all the pride away from me that I had for you. I will not be happy about many who have lived in sin and done sex sins and have had a desire for such things and have not been sorry for their sins and turned from them. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 This is my third visit to you. The holy writings tell us that when people think someone has done wrong, it must be proven by two or three people who saw the wrong being done. During my second visit, I talked to you who have been sinning and to all the others. While I am away, I tell you this again. The next time I come, I will be hard on those who sin. Since you want to know, I will prove to you that Christ speaks through me. Christ is not weak when He works in your hearts. He uses His power in you. Christ's weak human body died on a cross. It is by God's power that Christ lives today. We're weak. We are as He was. But we will be alive with Christ through the power God has for us. Put yourselves through a test. See if you belong to Christ. Then you will know you belong to Christ unless you do not pass the test. I trust you see that we belong to Him and have passed the test. We pray to God that you do no wrong. We do not pray this to show that our teaching is so great, but that you will keep on doing what is right, even if it looks as if we have done much wrong. We cannot work against the truth of God. We only work for it. We are glad when we are weak and you are strong. We pray that you will become strong Christians. This is why I am writing these things while I am away from you. Then when I get there, I will not have to use strong words or punish you to show you that the Lord gives me this power. This power is to be used to make you stronger Christians, not to make you weak by hurting your faith. Last of all, Christian brothers, goodbye. Do that which makes you complete. Be comforted. Work to get along with others. Live in peace. The God of love and peace will be with you. Greet each other with a kiss of holy love. All those here who belong to Christ say hello. May you have loving favor from our Lord Jesus Christ. May you have the love of God. May you be joined together by the Holy Spirit. In chapter 13, verse 5, Paul said, Put yourself through a test. See if you belong to Christ. Then you will know you belong to Christ unless you don't pass the test. Beloved, the Apostle Paul was having some difficulties with some of the people in the church at Corinth, so he gave them this challenge. But it's good for all of us to take stock from time to time, don't you think? Are we walking with the Lord as we should, or have we drifted away? It's good to ask God if there is anything in us with which He's unhappy, and we should ask Him to reveal it to us so that we can confess it and ask for forgiveness. This is one of those times I talked about a few days ago when I said it was good to be quiet before the Lord. Listen for His still, small voice when you have this conversation with Him. Charles Spurgeon wrote, 
Now, what is it to have Jesus in you? The true Christian carries the cross in his heart, and a cross inside the heart, my friends, is one of the sweetest cures for a cross on the back. If you have a cross in your heart, Christ crucified in you, the hope of glory, all the crosses of this world's troubles will seem to you light enough, and you will easily be able to sustain it. Christ in the heart means Christ believed in, Christ beloved, Christ trusted, Christ espoused, Christ communed with, Christ as our daily food, and ourselves as the temple and palace wherein Jesus Christ daily walks. Beloved, sometimes we find it easy to see shortcomings in the people around us. Perhaps we would be better off if we spent time with the Lord looking for areas in our own lives that don't measure up. Is it time for an audit? Let me know your thoughts. Go to lifespringmedia.com s12e146 and leave a comment. Our reading tomorrow will be Exodus 29 through 32. Boost! Boostergram. Well, I got two Boostergrams this morning. One from Sean of San Pedro. He said, good morning. I'm hopeful this will show up in real time for you. Have a wonderful day. Boost! He sent 500 sats using the Fountain app. And then John said, great job setting up your own Bitcoin node. And he sent 1,000 sats boost, boost, boost. using the Fountain app. Well, thank you for the encouragement, guys. But at this point, my Pi is still downloading the Bitcoin blockchain and the Lightning Network. As I record this, it's been downloading for nearly four days. The blockchain is, let me take a look here, at 86.58%, no, 50%, and the Lightning Network is at 91.91%, and that's after, like I said, nearly four full days. Now, once the download is completed, I'll still need to install a few pieces of software for managing my node in my wallet, and I'll install Tor to keep everything secure. And then there's Helipad, which is the software that notifies me with a <laughs> when a booster boostergram comes in. And for those of you who are perhaps on the fence about whether to get involved with Podcasting 2.0, don't let this conversation scare you. You don't have to do any of this to stream sats to your favorite podcaster. What I'm doing here is purely optional, next-level stuff that you don't have to do. I'm just sharing it here because there are a few geeks of the LifeSpring family, like Sean of San Pedro and John, uh, who might enjoy hearing about what it is I'm doing with this stuff. Anyway, I hope that the download completes tonight sometime. The way it's going, though, it's still going to take until tomorrow, and it's so frustrating, I have to tell you. I can't tell you how many times I've looked at the uh, the progress chart here on my uh side computer to see what's going on and oh it just seems like it's crawling like the speed of molasses which it is on this date in church history january 23rd 1777 anglican evangelical henry venn wrote in a letter to his son a family fearing god working righteousness obtaining promises Living in peace and love is a picture of heaven in miniature. I like that. That's true, too, isn't it? 
And on this date in church history, January 23, 1955, the United Presbyterian Church USA formally approved the ordination of women as clergy, making it the first mainline Protestant denomination to do so. And again, I have nothing new to report on the lovely Lady Leanne's biopsy. It is the weekend, though, so I guess it isn't surprising that we haven't gotten any news. (laughs) This is a weekend of waiting, waiting for downloads and waiting for news. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for continuing to work on us to make us more like Jesus. Show us where we need to change. And Lord, I thank you for the LifeSpring family. Bless each and every person who's listening now. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Send in your prayer requests and praises at prayer.lifespringmedia.com. I welcome comments on the show. Go to the show notes page at lifespringmedia.com slash S12E146 or email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com. And please support the show at lifespringmedia.com slash support. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thank you for being here. I'm Steve Webb. Bye.